Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. In this broadcast, you will be listening to two days of readings from the Scriptures. If you would like to listen every day, just go to dailyaudiotorah.com and listen in. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal-clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit. As it is written in Romans 10:17. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Exodus 34, 10-26 He said, I hereby make a covenant. Before all your people I will work such wonders as have not been wrought on all the earth or in any nation. And all the people who are with you shall see how awesome are Hashem's deeds which I will perform for you. Mark well what I command you this day. I will drive out before you the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Beware of making a covenant with the inhabitants of the land against which you are advancing, lest they be a snare in your midst. No, you must tear down their altars, smash their pillars, and cut down their sacred posts. For you must not worship any other god, because Hashem, whose name is Impassioned, is an impassionate God. You must not make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, for they will lust after their gods and sacrifice to their gods and invite you, and you will eat of their sacrifices. And when you take wives from among their daughters for your sons, their daughters will lust after their gods and will cause your sons to lust after their gods. You shall observe the festival of Pesach, Passover, eating unleavened bread for seven days, as I have commanded you at the set time of the month of Aviv. For in the month of Aviv you went forth from Egypt. Every first issue of the womb is mine. From all your livestock that drop a male as firstling, whether cattle or sheep, But the firstling of a donkey you shall redeem with the sheep. If you do not redeem it, you must break its neck. 
and you must redeem every firstborn among your sons. None shall appear before me empty-handed. Six days you shall work, but on the seventh day you shall cease from labor. You shall cease from labor even at plowing time and harvest time. You shall observe the festival of Shavuot, of the firstfruits of the wheat harvest, and the feast of ingathering at the turn of the year. Three times a year all your males shall appear before the sovereign Hashem, the God of Israel. I will drive out nations from your path and enlarge your territory. No one will covet your land when you go up to appear before Hashem your God three times a year. You shall not offer the blood of my sacrifice with anything leavened, and the sacrifice of the festival of Passover shall not be left lying until morning. The choice first fruits of your soil you shall bring to the house of Hashem your God. You shall not boil a kid in its mother's milk. Mark 10 32 to 52 And they, Yeshua and his disciples, were in the way going up to Jerusalem, and Yeshua went before them. And they were amazed, and as they followed, they were afraid. And he took again the twelve and began to tell them what things should happen to them, saying, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man shall be delivered to the chief priests and to the scribes. And they shall condemn him to death, and shall deliver him to the Gentiles. And they shall mock him, and shall scourge him, and shall spit upon him, and shall kill him. And the third day he shall rise again. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him, saying, Master, we would that you should do for us whatsoever we shall desire. And he said to them, What would you that I should do for you? And they said to him, Grant unto us that we may sit, one on your right hand and the other on your left hand, in your glory. But Yeshua said to them, You know not what you ask. Can you drink of the cup that I drink of, and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And they said to him, We can. And Yeshua said to them, You shall indeed drink of the cup that I drink of, and with the baptism that I am baptized withal shall you be baptized. But to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared. And when the ten heard it, they began to be much displeased with James and John. But Yeshua called them to him and said to them, You know that they which are accounted to rule over the Gentiles exercise lordship over them and their great ones exercise authority upon them. But so shall it not be among you, but whosoever will be great among you shall be your servant, and whosoever of you will be the chief shall be the servant of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be ministered to, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Yeshua of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Yeshua, son of David, have mercy on me. 
And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Yeshua stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calls you. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Yeshua. And Yeshua answered and said to him, What will you that I should do for you? The blind man said to him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Yeshua said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Yeshua in the way. Psalm 45, 1-17 My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made, touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You are fairer than the children of men. Grace is poured into your lips, therefore God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword upon your thigh, O Most Mighty, with your glory and your majesty, and in your majesty ride prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness, and your hand shall teach you terrible things. Your arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, whereby the people fall under you. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is a right scepter. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. All your garments smell of myrrh, aloes, and cassia, out of the ivory palaces whereby they have made you glad. King's daughters were among your honorable women. Upon your right hand did stand the queen and gold of Ophir. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, and incline your ear. Forget also your own people and your father's house. So shall the king greatly desire your beauty, for he is your lord, and worship him. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift. Even the rich among the people shall entreat your favor. The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. She shall be brought to the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins, her companions that follow her, shall be brought to you. With gladness and rejoicing shall they be brought. They shall enter into the king's palace. Instead of your fathers shall be your children, whom you may make princes in all the earth. I will make your name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore shall the people praise you for ever and ever. Proverbs 10.22 The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. I want to speak to you today from our reading from Psalm 45. And this psalm is very, very special. Um, It's a wedding song. It's about the woman who was betrothed to Solomon, who was to be married to him, but it's also about the bride of Yeshua. So, to give you a little bit of background, when the Ten Commandments were given 
to Moses from God at Mount Sinai, he was inviting the children of Israel, and they were a mixed multitude. There were Jews, but there were all 12 tribes represented in the mix. Judah is only one tribe of the 12 tribes. And there were also foreigners and Egyptians in their midst who were sojourning with them. So the Ten Commandments was not given just to the Jews. It was given to all 12 tribes, to basically to all the nations. And it was an invitation to step into a covenant, a marriage covenant. And so when Moses came down with the Ten Commandments and he asked the people, will you obey these commands? And they said, yes, we will. This was their I do. But yet this marriage covenant was almost immediately broken through spiritual adultery. How do I know this? Because in Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 to 33, God expands upon this covenant that was made at Mount Sinai, and he tells us directly, right in that passage, that this was a marriage covenant. Let's look at those verses. Jeremiah 31, starting in verse 31. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Now, let me stop for just a moment. Who's he talking to? He's talking to the southern kingdom the house of Judah, the Jews. And he's talking to the northern kingdom, the house of Israel, the ten tribes of the north, the non-Jewish part of the nation of Israel. So he's saying, I'm going to make a new covenant with these two groups of people. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant, which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. So he's directly referring back to Mount Sinai. And how did they break the covenant? Well, there was the golden calf event. They built a golden calf and worshipped that. That, in God's eyes, was spiritual adultery. And he's using the language of marriage. My covenant, which they broke, though I was a husband to them. Verse 33, But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law, my Torah, in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. So he's going to make a new covenant, a new marriage covenant. He's going to give us a new heart, take out the heart of stone, give us a heart of flesh, and then write his word his Torah, upon our heart. So, coming back now to Psalm 45, we have this description of a woman who's preparing to be married. And so, when we come into a faith walk with Yeshua, and we start to follow His Word, His Torah, and walk in His ways, we've stepped into a marriage covenant. It's not legalism. It's not following a rule book externally. But no, the rules, the the Torah, the word has been put inside of us. And Yeshua is the word. He's the word made flesh. 
Okay, so when we're born again and his spirit comes to dwell within us, his word comes to dwell within us. So in Psalm 45, starting in verse 8, all your garments smell of myrrh and aloes and cassia. Out of the ivory palaces whereby they have made you glad, king's daughters were among your honorable women. Upon your right hand did stand the queen in gold of Ophir. Verse 10. Hearken, O daughter, and consider, and incline your ear. Forget also your own people and your father's house. So shall the king greatly desire your beauty, for he is your Lord. Worship him. So she's being told, forget your father's house. Forget your own people. And actually... This is a remez hint that takes us back to Ruth. That is exactly what Ruth did. She followed Naomi, her mother-in-law, and she left Moab. She left her own people, her own country. And she said to Naomi, no, I'm going to follow you. Your land will be my land. Your people will be my people. And your God will be my God. That's marriage talk. Ruth was a Moabite. She was not Jewish. And yet she's cleaving to Naomi. She's cleaving to Naomi's people. She's cleaving to the land of Israel. And so this message of being part of the bride of Yeshua, it's for all. It's for anyone. It's for whosoever will hear and listen and receive Yeshua as their Savior, as their Lord, as their husband-to-be. There's a marriage coming. Right now we're engaged. We're in the engagement phase. We're betrothed, but we haven't had our wedding day yet. But it is coming sooner than we would think. There's a, a day coming when the marriage will happen. And so with that, I want to leave you with a beautiful song called The Promise, sung by Ronan Shalom. Enjoy. to me forever I'll be true to me in righteousness and in justice in mercy and loving kindness I'll be true to me in faithfulness and then oh then you shall know the Lord in mercy and Kindness, I'll be true to me in faithfulness, and then oh then you shall know the Lord. 
righteousness and injustice In mercy and loving kindness I'll betroth you to me in faithfulness And then, oh then, you shall know the Lord In mercy and loving kindness I'll betroth you to me in faithfulness And then, oh then, you shall know the Lord Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Shema Yisrael Adonai Vikuneka 
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Journey with me through the entire Bible in one year, focusing on the biblical calendar, the Sabbath, the feasts, and the Torah reading cycle. In this broadcast, you will be listening to two days of readings from the Scriptures. If you would like to listen every day, just go to dailyaudiotorah.com and listen in. We have many voices, interpretations, and points of view out there, but there is nothing like listening to the crystal clean, pure Word of God in your life. It is living water for your spirit, as it is written in Romans 10:17. So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of his kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Exodus 35:1-35. Then Moses called together the whole community of Israel and told them, These are the instructions the Lord has commanded you to follow. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day must be a Sabbath day of complete rest, a holy day dedicated to the Lord. Anyone who works on that day must be put to death. You must not even light a fire in any of your homes on the Sabbath. Then Moses said to the whole community of Israel, This is what the Lord has commanded. Take a sacred offering for the Lord. Let those with generous hearts present be the, present the following gifts to the Lord, gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen and goat hair for cloth, tanned ramskins and fine goatskin leather, acacia wood, olive oil for the lamps, 
spices for the anointing oil and the fragrant incense, onyx stones and other gemstones to be set in the ephod and the priest's chest piece. Come, all of you who are gifted craftsmen, construct everything that the Lord has commanded, the tabernacle and its sacred tent, its covering, clasps, frames, crossbars, posts, and bases, the ark and its carrying poles, the ark's cover, the place of atonement, the inner curtain to shield the ark, the table, its carrying poles and all its utensils, the bread of the presence for light, the lampstand, its accessories, the lamp cups and the olive oil for lighting, the incense altar and its carrying poles, the anointing oil and fragrant incense, the curtain for the entrance of the tabernacle, the altar of burnt offering, the bronze grating of the altar and its carrying poles and utensils, the wash basin with its stand, the curtains for the walls of the courtyard, the posts and their bases, the curtain for the entrance to the courtyard, the tent pegs of the tabernacle and courtyard and their ropes, the beautifully stitched garments for the priests to wear while ministering in the holy place, the sacred garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments for his sons to wear as they minister as priests. So the whole community of Israel left Moses and returned to their tents. All whose hearts were stirred and whose spirits were moved came and brought their sacred offerings to the Lord. They brought all the materials needed for the tabernacle, for the performance of its rituals, and for the sacred garments. Both men and women came, all whose hearts were willing. They brought to the Lord their offerings of gold, brooches, earrings, rings from their fingers and necklaces, They presented gold objects of every kind as a special offering to the Lord. All those who owned the following items willingly brought them, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen and goat hair for cloth, and tanned ramskins and fine goatskin leather. And all who had silver and bronze objects gave them as a sacred offering to the Lord and those who had acacia wood brought it for use in the project. All the women who were skilled in sewing and spinning prepared blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine linen cloth. All the women who were willing used their skills to spin the goat hair into yarn. The leaders brought onyx stones and the special gemstones to be set in the ephod and the priest's chest piece. They also brought spices and olive oil for the light, the anointing oil, and the fragrant incense. So the people of Israel, every man and woman who was eager to help in the work the Lord had given them through Moses, brought their gifts and gave them freely to the Lord. Then Moses told the people of Israel, The Lord has specially chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, grandson of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. The Lord has filled Bezalel with the Spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, ability, and expertise in all kinds of crafts. He is a master craftsman, expert in working with gold, 
silver, and bronze. He is skilled in engraving and mounting gemstones and in carving wood. He is a master at every craft. And the Lord has given both him and Oholiab, son of Ahisamach of the tribe of Dan, the ability to teach their skills to others. The Lord has given them special skills as engravers, designers, embroiderers in blue, purple, and scarlet thread on fine linen cloth and weavers. They excel as craftsmen and as designers. So this year we had a leap year, and so we had an extra day in February, February 29th. So in order to stay on the right schedule, I'm going to be reading Mark chapter 11, verses 1 to 26 one more time. I know we read it yesterday, but this way we stay on the correct schedule because we had an extra day for the leap year. Mark 11, 1 to 26. As Yeshua and his disciples approached Jerusalem, they came to the towns of Bethphage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives. Yeshua sent two of them on ahead. Go into that village over there, he told them. As soon as you enter it, you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, what are you doing? Just say, the Lord needs it and will return it soon. The two disciples left and found the colt standing in the street, tied outside the front door. As they were untying it, some bystanders demanded, What are you doing untying that colt? They said what Yeshua had told them to say, and they were permitted to take it. Then they brought the colt to Yeshua and threw their garments over it, and he sat on it. Many in the crowd spread their garments on the road ahead of him, and others spread leafy branches they had cut in the fields. Yeshua was in the center of the procession, and the people all around him were shouting, Praise God! Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessings on the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessings on the coming kingdom of our ancestor David. Praise God! Hosanna in highest heavens! So Yeshua came to Jerusalem and went into the temple. After looking around carefully at everything, he left because it was late in the afternoon. Then he returned to Bethany with the twelve disciples. The next morning, as they were leaving Bethany, Yeshua was hungry. He noticed a fig tree in full leaf a little way off, so he went over to see if he could find any figs. But there were only leaves because it was too early in the season for fruit. Then Yeshua said to the tree, May no one ever eat your fruit again. And the disciples heard him say it. When they arrived back in Jerusalem, Yeshua entered the temple and began to drive out the people buying and selling animals for sacrifices. He knocked over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves, and he stopped everyone from using the temple as a marketplace. He said to them, The scriptures declare, My temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. When the leading priests and teachers of religious law heard what Yeshua had done, they began planning how to kill him, but they were afraid of him because the people were so amazed at his teaching. That evening, Yeshua and the disciples left the city. 
The next morning, as they passed by the fig tree he had cursed, the disciples noticed it had withered from the roots up. Peter remembered what Yeshua had said to the tree on the previous day and exclaimed, Look, Rabbi, the fig tree you cursed has withered and died. Then Yeshua said to the disciples, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen, and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against, so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Psalm 46, 1-11 God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. A river brings joy to the city of our God, the sacred home of the Most High. God dwells in that city. It cannot be destroyed. From the very break of day, God will protect it. The nations are in chaos, and their kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunders, and the earth melts. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Come, see the glorious works of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the world. He causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Proverbs 10.23 Doing wrong is fun for a fool, but living wisely brings pleasure to the sensible. Today, in our reading from Psalm 46, we see a direct reference to one of the names of God. We see that in, well, I'll start with verses 6 and then we'll go into verse 7. The nations are in chaos, and their kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunders, and the earth melts. The Lord of heaven's armies, Yahweh Savayot, is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Truly, we are seeing the nations crumbling. We are seeing such moral decay and corruption high inflation, all kinds of issues and problems, the nations are truly being brought to their knees. And yet, Yahweh Savayot, the Lord of hosts, rules and reigns from on high. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, Psalm 46, sung by Shane and Shane, the Lord of hosts.